0: Hello, everyone out there. This is Peter Harris from Commercial Property Advisors, author of the book, Commercial Real Estate Investing for Dummies, and coach and mentor to many commercial real estate investors all across this great nation of ours. The title and subject of today's podcast is... I have today Jordan, one of our students, who just closed in his first commercial deal where he is converting a small town motel into a full-blown apartment building in an area where demand is through the roof. It's about three hours from Seattle, so you know he's going to be very successful. He's going to have a lot of demand for what he's creating. Now, this is Jordan's first deal. He comes from the single-family home investing arena, and he's going into commercial, and he did this without a bank. You're going to see the coming together of two human beings, two people, Jordan, our student, And the seller, Jeanette, uh, helping each other achieve each other's life goals. Now, for Jordan, it was to create generational wealth for himself, his wife, and his three boys. And for Jeanette, the seller, to retire herself, she's 84 years old, and to help her two adult children and leave them a fortune. Guess what? Mission accomplished. Let me share with you how it all came together. Let's do that next. All right, before we get to the interview, I'd like to give you a little bit of context in what I call the three rules of commercial estate investing. I'll do that real quick. Number one is a question for you. Are you sitting on single family rentals, single family home rentals with equity? If you are, here's what Jordan did. Jordan had a single family home, yes, several, with equity that he sold. And he an ex- exchanged into a larger commercial property and he did it deferring all the capital gains taxes. It's a brilliant strategy. In fact, Jordan told me that this one single family home that he sold and bought into the commercial is equivalent to doing 10 single family home deals. Consider that. That's huge. Rule number two, commercial Real estate investing is a relationship-based business. It will always be. In this, you'll see how a motivated buyer, Jordan, and a motivated seller, Jeanette, came together to create a beautiful deal. There is a quote I'd like to share with you that I believe in, too. It's from Zig Ziglar, and it's kind of the, the theme of this is uh, he believes, and I believe, too, that if you can help several people get what they want, you'll get what you want. Rule number three, just one commercial deal sometimes is all it takes to dramatically impact your financial life forever. Let's go to the interview now. Hello, everyone. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us today. And boy, do I have a special student and awesome guy, awesome human being. Jordan with is going to share his story of how he's converting a small town's motel that's thriving into an apartment building that's going to soon thrive and we're going to share it with you all about the deal and Jordan's here today to share the story and as I mentioned a few minutes ago this story really isn't about the deal it's more about the person and the people involved and let's jump into it. Jordan thank you good morning thanks for joining us today.
1: Hi Peter nice to talk with you. All
0: right. Thank you for just sharing your story. And so I really appreciate your time taking taking that for us.
1: Excellent. Well, happy to be here to take a few minutes with you. All right. So Jordan, let's jump
0: into it. Share with us a little bit about yourself.
1: Yeah. So I'm your typical middle-aged family guy. I've got three kids, all boys. I have had a, uh, a history, background, career in commercial insurance. And about three or four years ago now, I had kind of transitioned and pursued real estate in a significant way and have had success. And now parlaying that success into more of a a commercial focus. Okay,
0: great. Share with us uh, why commercial? So what, what are some of the driving factors of why you went from investing in single family homes into commercial?
1: You know, for me, a couple of things. I have an older brother that has done really well in commercial real estate. And I've kind of just observed from afar of his transition and call it trajectory through the last call it 10 to 15 to maybe 20 years now. He's just incredible. So that was kind of a reason for my thinking maybe a transition made sense. But now since I've really been actively really engaged in commercial side, I can just sense and understand how you're really able to leverage even one transaction that would be you know, extremely profitable. That might equate to like ten properties on the single-family side. This deal that we're going to talk about here right now, I think, is a perfect example of that.
0: Absolutely, I agree one hundred percent. And as it, as we uh, always say here in our company, you know, it sometimes all it takes is one commercial deal to dramatically impact your life for generations. I believe you close on a deal with that's is is just that. All right. So without further ado let's jump into the deal. So share with us the deal.
1: Yeah. So what it was and what it is, is, is it's a 16 unit motel uh, with an adjoining annex uh, building called the annex. That's a nine unit apartment complex. That's neighboring. Um, and uh, went ahead and connected with ultimately the seller that, that I've been working with. Uh, we just closed on the transaction just a few weeks ago and we, um, It it, by all accounts, it's going to be a home run from not only a cash flow perspective, NOI. um, Our conversion project I think is tight from motel to apartments. I think what I'm really excited about as well as ultimately the motel units are all one bedroom with kitchens. Actually, six of the 16 units we're going to be adding kitchenettes to them. But the county where we made the acquisition, we go in to talk to. You know, they're zoning permitting folks about our plans. Well, once I told them what we were wanting to do, they were so excited to know that we were going to be bringing affordable working class housing to the area, which is in gross, terrible need, if you will. So, you know, knowing that that's what we're doing, the numbers work, our pro forma is solid. I'm just really excited about it.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And what's special about this deal are the people involved. Yeah. So please share that. I want to hear that the most.
1: Yeah. In fact, let me tell you a funny story. So when I first engaged with our seller, um, I had an initial phone call conversation with her and just kind of talking with her from a high level, getting to know her a little bit. Well, about 10 minutes into the conversation, she said, well, we've had just a terrible time with COVID finding and keeping staff to help run the motel, you know, cleaning rooms and, you you know, everything goes along with that. So she goes over the last few years, or even I think maybe she said a year at the time, but she goes, I've went ahead and I've hired my adult children to help me run the motel operation. And so I thought oh, that's interesting. And she goes, well, my my children want to retire. And I said, oh, you know, you can, okay. And I said, well, how old are your children? And she says, oh, they're 64 and 66. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> well, uh, her name is Jeanette. I go, Jeanette, well, if they're wanting to retire, then you're wanting to retire. Well, then how old are you? And it, it was okay to ask her that question. And she goes, Well, I'm 84. And I just said, Wow, that is amazing. So, you know, very sharp mind. Interesting, though, is come to find out, she didn't tell me on the phone call, but over the last two years, she's had cataracts that have um, basically mm-hmm. almost caused her to go blind. Mm-hmm. So, she's been working the last two years during this COVID time with cataracts and essentially you know can't really see so quite a story and peter i don't know if i'm fully answering your question right now but i got going on that story
0: okay no (laughs) that's great and there was one uh, special story where when you actually met jeanette and she wanted to see your face share that real quick
1: yeah it wasn't the first time i met her face to face it was probably maybe the second or third time but she asked me she goes would you come over here and she goes, Would you come just right close to my face? And I was like, Oh, you know, sure. And, you know, I knew she was having a hard time seeing, obviously. But I got about six inches from her face, and she goes, Oh, I can see you. She's like, Oh, okay, it's so nice to be able to put your face wow. with your voice. Wow. By that time, I think we had kind of developed a bit of a relationship and trust in the conversation. So I mean, it was like her way of kind of being kind of more informal, maybe, maybe intimate. I don't know if that's the right word, but that's kind of how it felt.
0: Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, w- when you have a uh, motivated seller, motivated buyer like yourself, you can create beautiful things. So share with us how the ca- how the deal kind of went together. So you eventually let's start here. You 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 have sold one of your single family homes mm-hmm. and to uh, 1031 exchange and buy this motel. So yeah. share share the financing. How, how did that work out?
1: Well, it was quite remarkable because I took what was a single family rental property. Actually, it was an upstairs three bedroom and then a downstairs flat or an ADU and where I sold the property, but ended up doing really well on the sale. Um, I sold it to the renter and I knew that he had the financial means. So that transaction was clean. But I rolled what was those proceeds straight into the acquisition of this motel, slash annex property. And almost literally to the dollar, it was exactly what I needed <laughs> for funding, essentially, to get the you know transaction done um, yeah. from a financing perspective. Yeah.
0: Almost meant to be. And along the way, we have these challenges that you have to overcome and that you probably wouldn't be able to overcome if it wasn't for your relationship with the seller, right?
1: Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: What were some of those challenges?
1: Well, you know, it was very interesting. So I was working with a a, a local bank here where where I am. And by all accounts, everything was smooth going towards the closing. And at the last minute, I get a phone call from, you know, essentially the underwriter I was working with there. And they said, hey, we have a problem on our closing statement from escrow. We're seeing that there's this essentially um, credit of a hundred thousand dollars and then a $50,000 sprinkler installation. She goes, well, you know, what is this? And so all of a sudden red light, it was maybe like a, like they perceived as maybe like a kickback to the seller, which actually wasn't the case, but that kind of caused a little bit of friction with my lender. And this was just a couple of days before closing. Well, I sit down with my seller kind of telling her what was going on, how we we're having some issues and right on the spot, we were able to convert what was that conversation that we were having to what was seller financing, where she was going to hold the note um, as a promissory note. And then part of that 1031 paid off the existing mortgage, which was just incredible. So the terms that I was able to negotiate with her are, by all by all accounts, extremely advantageous, much better than what I was going to get with even the bank. Yes, it's just, I'll call it a blessing all around. I know she's very happy you know, it was interesting because talking to her is she was not so focused on what she was going to receive. She was most focused on how much money that would be going to be left for her children, Mm -hmm. her adult children, the two two adult children, she that were helping her with the motel. So it was interesting, because as we were putting together, ultimately, what was the seller financing, she was happy to know that there was going to be Plenty of money, perhaps after her passing, that would take care of her kids. And that was her main focus.
0: Yeah. You know, uh, Jordan, this is the beauty of of how we taught you how to go direct to the property owner. Imagine if there is an agent or someone else in between, you wouldn't be able to create that relationship with the seller, not only get all these obstacles, but also get seller financing.
1: There's no doubt about that. Having that direct involvement, direct interaction with your seller—you know, going and meeting them, shaking their hands—you can't do that with an agent in the middle of it. Yeah, yeah, yep. Okay, okay,
0: great. Thank you for sharing that. Now,
1: my other thought, as
0: you and I were working through the deal, so we have this row of buildings that they're multi units, and then we have this apartment building, and we have this lot in the back. Tell us about this lot. So we had no idea that the the lot was separate, and so that is huge in itself
1: it it is so there's these three parcels the motel property the annex the nine unit and then in the back there's this empty lot and you know when you first go there you don't think much of it but as we start to get into the deal and into the details and looking at you know what's all involved we did we found out there's a half acre commercially zoned lot that was just sitting there is underdeveloped land behind the behind um, both buildings. So interesting is with your advice, Peter, um, I did go back to Jeanette or seller and I asked her, I kind of told her what the my objective was is maybe treat that back lot as a separate transaction, truly separate transaction. And she had no problems with that approach. I said, we're still not trying to take any money out of your back pocket or the deal but I just want to isolate that so I'm going to be able to keep that unencumbered for future development. And I was like, well, I need to at least put something in our purchase agreement. And I, so she goes, well, why don't we put $100? So I bought a half acre commercially zoned lot for $100. <laughs>
0: That's, That's awesome. awesome. And, for yeah. those, and for those of you out there, so the reason why we had Jordan do that is because the bank is going to put a loan on all three parcels, and then the, the lot will be encumbered with the loan. So we decided to just have the bank only lend on the two properties and, and not the land. So the land is free and clear now. And yeah. uh, so the land is worth whatever it's worth. So now you, you could refinance it, pull money out, build on it. What are your plans on that piece of land?
1: Well, as we talked a little bit, we're going to get the the motel conversion done. We're going to stabilize the whole property, but then we're going to turn our focus into probably what would either be more units of an apartment, but probably what would be even just easiest and maybe even more lucrative would be do like maybe eight mobile home pads. Mm -hmm. And by the way, where this property sits is on a separate street behind so they'd have a separate entrance, the whole thing. And again, zoned commercial, I've already talked to the county. They said virtually you can put any type of business that you want on this. They'd mentioned storage units. They'd mentioned mobile home, apartments, stores. Yeah, I mean, I think they pretty much mentioned anything under the sun. There was a few exceptions and I forget what they were now, but a lot of options.
0: Okay, great. So Jordan, please share what their purchase price was the amount of money needed to do the conversion and what the after repair value is only on the Motel conversion and the, annex. the apartment. So, so please share that.
1: Okay. So ultimate purchase price was 1.35 million. Um, there was some negotiating that went kind of back and forth with Jeanette and I, but ultimately one three five is where we settled. What's crazy though, and excited about that is that you do the math, it actually ends up being only 48 thousand dollars a door which from a comparable perspective we have comparables that are you know 85 to 95 thousand dollars a door so you know do the math on that. what I'm excited about is after stabilization and hiring the property manager that's going to ultimately run the property from an NOI perspective I think we're looking at probably you know one eight to even two million dollars after stabilization.
0: And that is what without the lot development, that's only the real estate, right? Yeah, lot, yeah. That is awesome. What an awesome deal! Yeah, yeah.
1: I, I mean, I'll be honest. I, I'm extremely happy. Peter couldn't have done this without you. I, I knew when I transitioned into commercial, I knew hiring a company, a coach, um, a mentor is absolutely important. I mean, there's things that you don't even know that you don't even know when you're looking at commercial versus single-family residential. So impactful um, relationship with you, Peter, and the team. I couldn't be happier and just very thankful to be working with you guys.
0: You're so welcoming and working with you too. Ideal student, ideal. So Jordan, so share with us, what, what does the future look like for you for in terms of uh, commercial real
1: estate investing? Well, it's funny, Peter, I'll, I'll go back here. So I know when we first connected, you asked me, hey, what are your goals? for, for this relationship. And I said, well, this first, this first year, I think you actually said first year goal, I think is what you asked me. And I said, you know, if we ended up doing two transactions this year, I would be very happy. And what's crazy is, is what six months into this relationship, we've got two properties. So that's incredible to me, but, but going forward, honestly, if we could just knock down, call it one to two, well, for sure, probably two properties a year going forward trade up, if you will, more of these 1031 exchange transactions are just incredible for acquisition to get that down payment in place, I have found. Also, cost segregation from tax perspective is huge. So there's just a lot of positives. I think the future is very bright.
0: Jordan, thank you again for this uh, time. This is an awesome interview. And thank you. This is so inspiring to people. This is your first deal, your first commercial deal. So, So inspiring to others. And just want to yeah. thank you for just sharing your story and, and how you blessed Jeanette and her son. What's her son's name? Uh Scott.
1: And his daughter, her name is Jan.
0: Okay. So you can so now. yeah. Okay. So how you blessed her family, you helped her achieve her goal.
1: Yeah. What a sweet, what a sweet old lady, and just so yeah. happy to have connected.
0: Yeah. And you are a good man for doing what you did. You created this huge win win. So yeah. awesome, awesome job, Jordan.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: All right. Okay, Jordan. Well, uh, I'll let you get back to your Saturday. I I appreciate your time and uh, you take care and I'll I'll be seeing you uh, very soon.
1: Thank you, Peter. Good talking to
0: you. All right. Welcome back. Now, wasn't Jordan just phenomenal? What a great human being he is. He has dramatically improved the life of Jeanette and the two kids forever. So just hats off to Jordan. So how I want to wrap up is ask you a quick question. Were the life goals of Jordan and Jeanette met? Yes, they were. So I'm going to share with you with the details of the deal, how that came down. Uh, number one, Jordan's goals were to purchase his first commercial deal and create generational wealth for himself, his wife, and the three kids. Mission accomplished here, the purchase price of the motel, the apartments, and uh, the land is $1.35 he sold his single-family home and used the proceeds as a dump payment. It was about $300,000. Secondly, the price per unit when he purchased each individual unit was for about $48,000 per unit. This includes the motel units and the apartment units. You divide everything up. Now, if you go online and you see what other places are selling for per unit, it's about eighty-five dollars to $95,000 a door. So Jordan is walking into this deal with built-in equity. He has bought it, successfully bought it under market. Next, he's going to pay the seller $6,000 a month as part of this agreement. And then the after repair value, once everything is converted and up and running, it's going to be worth about $2 million. I think that's conservative. It's going to be a little more than that. And then also, this number, this $2 million, does not include what he's going to do with the land. The options are various, so he's going to do quite well in this deal. His life goals were accomplished. Next is Jeanette, the seller. She received $300,000 at closing. She is now retired. So again, high five uh, to Jordan for creating that for her. She will also receive about $6,000 a month. Now that she's 84 years old, what... 84-year-old will not want to receive $6,000 a month and having no other bills. So she can live quite well in that small town. And thirdly, Jeanette's two kids will receive about $800,000 at the end of Jordan's deal, which is about five years. So the kids are left with life-changing money. So there you go. This is entitled Motel to Apartment Conversion. And we did that, but it was really about these two individuals this business is about people. Okay, hope you enjoyed this interview. If you want uh, more like this, check out our website, commercialpropertyadvisors.com. Thank you so much, everyone. I really appreciate you all, and I hope you have a great rest of the day.